Welcome to the latest edition of the Progress with Unity podcast. And uh, at today's uh, meet, we have myself, Barry, and with Sam and Dave. And uh, we're going to be reviewing, recapping the uh, Chelsea game, the first game of the season, and we're going to be looking at one or two other things. So, uh, let's start off with you, Sam. What do you think of uh, the Chelsea match? How do you think it went? Pretty well. Yeah, even though we lost. Yeah, I think we've got to be realistic. If we play Chelsea ten times, I think we'd expect to lose at least five or six of them. I think that's a realistic. So, so losing to Chelsea is an all disgrace. You know, disgracing. I think we got a bit spoiled by the great finish to last year, where we were just beating anyone and everyone pretty much. Yeah. Nine, seven out of nine. First win against United. First win at Anfield. First win at the Emirates. We've almost become thinking we're a Champions League club, and people have seen various articles from people and posts on websites like it's the end of the world that we've lost to a team who won the European Cup last year. And I wanted a better side in Europe. I don't think they'll they'll come even close to winning the Champions League or any major trophy this year without a major slice of luck. But we are still probably top ten mm. um, in in the best sides in Europe. So losing two 0 to Chelsea. In the manner we did as well, there was a hell of a lot of positives and just eight minutes of madness, really. Yeah, well, talking about that start, Dave, what did you make of uh, uh, Ivan Ramos's introduction to the Premier League? Well, he's obviously found out that the Premier League is different to where he's come from, and to be honest with you, uh, they were still in friendly game mode, I think, for, for the first five, seven, eight minutes, really, and you could see that it was just shock tactics, basically. They haven't got a clue what had hit them until they were already two goals down. Um, to be honest with you, once he got into the game, I think he's solid. He really is a solid player. We, I mean, we, we've been looking at the stats today off the BBC, and I don't think they're correct. What is it, 56 to 44? Possession. <coughs> Possession, yeah. In yeah. favour of Chelsea. In yeah. favour of Chelsea, and I can't believe that. It's got to be more like, I don't know, 48-52 to Wigan at least, right. I would say, because after the, that first ten minutes... They just weren't really in the game. We kept them to, I would say, six decent chances. Yeah. And if you can keep, you know, the, the European champions down to six chances over an entire match with basically an untested squad because we have got new players in there, yeah. um, I don't think we've done it all badly. I mean, we expected really to lose, but we didn't expect to, to drop two goals so quickly. No. Um, I mean, I, I sent you a text, didn't I? I said, when we get to five, I think I'm going home. Yeah. Uh, it was sent as a joke, but I did have that fear, and I think a lot of us in the ground did have that fear. Yeah, well, like you said, Abel, you know, for the first ten minutes, it looked that way, didn't it? And then, Sam, I think Ramis settled down, like Dave says, he settled down after that, and we saw a bit more quality out of it. I mean, I thought the second half, it was superb, if I'm being honest. It was just, it was a bit shaky at the beginning. It looked a bit nervous to me. I think anyone coming in played against Torres, who's a compatriot of his, plays in the national side, is still seen as a top player in Spain. Hazard, Mata, your first game, you're playing in a brand new system as well. This is another thing. He's always played as a right centre half in a four. I think I've talked on this and I'm being pretty boring. He played left side of a three, which is a completely different system. It takes a bit of getting used to. We had a go at it last year, if you remember, and we, had, we abandoned it then came back to it when mm-hmm. we bought Bolsajor. So, 
to think he's just going to slot in in only his third game, including pre-season, of which he only played 20 minutes in one of them and 40 in another. He did he did really well after. Mm. Unfortunately, yeah. give both goals. You know, he, he he was culpable for the penalty. The first goal he should have done better, but it wasn't all his fault. He no. got spun. Yes, you can point the finger, but we were so exposed in the middle. Had he not gone with Hazard and let's say he'd stayed in, he may have blocked Ivanovic's run off, but Hazard could have spun and has more than enough ability to just. He had the choice to stay where he was or move and try and move in, and nobody covered behind him, and that was it. It was just exposed. The the reason being was that DeSanto lost the ball on the edge of the box, and we'd we'd flooded forward. Sorry, I was just going to mention that. I mean, if you look at if we analyse the goal properly or the the incident properly, uh, that's where you know we lost possession, the edge of the box, and perhaps Ramesses covering defender, the wing back Figueroa. Admit it, a terrific run answer. Do you, yeah. you, Dave, yeah. would you agree with that? I mean, I would agree with it. I mean, yet again, Figueroa and Boyce, two workhorses of, of Oregon side. And to be honest with you, they're like anchor pins in, in the side that we've got, have been for a couple of years. Mm. I mean, they're, they're fantastic players. They never do anything what you might call shiningly spectacular, although Boyce scores a decent goal. But they're just solid. They just, they just pin the whole thing down and let everybody else operate around them. It's mm. great. You know. But that run, that figure, figure made just today, and yeah. then uh, as as DeSanto was turning, I, I mean, for me, it looked like he was he was he, he was looking for Maloney, who, who run round the back, and he turned into I think it was Terry, where the ball was straight out to figure all. That's right. But when the, we lost possession and, and the move <coughs> go down, that's when um, figure was was it, left exposed. Was Ramis a, was exposed. It was mm. clear from our play that the ball was going always. The way that Martinez is set up was the ball will be central, it'll be pinged about, and then someone will make a run, either Maloney and Figueroa on the left, or Boyce and Moses on the right, would make a run out wide, and the ball would then be slotted across, and then to get numbers into the box. And it was the one time the ball didn't go out wide properly. Yeah. DeSanto lost it, thought he had a, a decent game, probably should have took his chance a little bit better, but he worked to centre halves. Really yeah. well. I remember there was one particular moment where he burned David Luiz yeah. quite comfortably and, yeah. did, and got really bad support yeah. uh, from Moses. Yeah. So, but, but the problem with that goal then, we've got one minute 47 seconds on the clock of the first yeah. game of the new season and we're a goal down. That's right. And people are scratching their heads it, and thinking, you know, what's going on? It was immature play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> the next thing that happens. Is it's a penalty. It's a penalty. So yeah. I mean, the the, the build-up for, for the penalty. Uh, I don't know if you can recall this, but again, it was it was a break. It was it was Chelsea breaking our attack up on on the edge of their own box. Yeah. And then we had uh, Lampard running, you know, up and, up to the halfway line. <coughs> what did you make of that, Sam? Do you think the midfield, the covering the midfield, went there, or do you think it was a bit stretched? Stre- well, outnumbered because. Of a system again, Chelsea, Chelsea come in with Mata makes up an extra centre midfielder a lot of the time. With with Lampard and Mikel doesn't go very far either. Yeah. Uh, so when he gets on the ball, he's always got options. He, he, he's a as uh, Dave mentioned with, with anchor pins. Mikel does that job really well. Mm. And he, he keeps the ball, and it makes one of your midfielders want to go and put press onto Mikel because t- you know the Santos operating the centre half. So he go, you know, the wide players go to the full backs. Our defenders are naturally thinking about their attackers. So then 
in the in the middle, they've extra players floating around here and everywhere. Uh, it was the same with the first goal. McCarthy had gone to join in with the attack. McCarthy was stuck in no man's land with three yeah. men there. He goes mm. to Lampard. Lampard knocks the ball around him into Hazard. He's wide open. An extra man in midfield may have made the difference, but uh-huh. we didn't have it. So, mm. so seven minutes on the clock, we're two down, we're fearing the worst. But we sort of galvanised after that. We came into the game a little bit more. We did. It was shock tactics, really. I think it was... Um a huge slap in the face and to be honest with you we were unlucky I mean in, in other games if we'd have re-ran that game five times over they probably wouldn't have got two goals in seven minutes no. you know, we probably no. wouldn't have legged someone up in the box we probably wouldn't have let them through so easily and been dragged out of position uh, if they'd have tried the same moves like you said 20 minutes later they wouldn't have worked we'd have cut them out and mm. um, to be honest with you, we, we were just a yard and a half too slow in the first ten minutes. Yeah, we, we hadn't woken up. Martinez himself, hasn't he? He's, he's come out and said we was in pre-season mode yeah, as right. the game kicks off, and we got caught out, and we know that. And, and he, he said it's not acceptable. Uh, but from then on, I, I thought we, we deserved at least a goal in that game at some point. We if we'd have taken our chances, we deserved to win about four-two. If we'd have taken our chances. Mm. I think the Wigan team at the end of the season probably would have taken those chances. Right. What, what because you match fit, you, you're sharper. Yeah, what do know? we think of Moses? Do you think it, I mean, Moses, personally, I thought he did all right. He was Victor Moses. He, he played like he normally plays. Yeah. And, and the efforts he had were, uh, it, it sort of fuel check a little bit. And he, mm. and he had to, it looked like it was a cross, but going across the goal, but it, it, was, it, was, it was goal with bound, and he made a half decent save not to for a corner. I was dead in line with that, and, yeah. and that was just creeping in. If he hadn't made a save, that yeah. would have come in off the post. I yeah. And then there was Franco's chance just on the stroke of half-time, Sam, as well. What did, what did you make of that? Again, I, I made the point earlier, lack of maturity with the ball. It's a figure all of it he should have made. Mm. I think again the lack of maturity in front of goal. Yeah. Where it was take it early, at least make him make a proper save. Mm. His touch was really poor. Nerves. I think the Chelsea factor probably made a made a big thing because it, he he made it. He was a big buy for them. He was a real find when, when Chelsea bought him from Chile because he was playing in Chile and he had a brilliant reputation. He scored a lot of goals. Never worked for him at Chelsea. Never really got him aside. Weren't really his fault. Young player. Not many young players make it at Chelsea unless they're outstanding. When he had the really bad loan spell at Blackburn, and he was kind of cast off as just just not good enough, and he came to us, and his first twelve months he was pretty poor as well. And I, I think there is a Chelsea factor with him where I think his level of performance goes down a little bit when he plays, whether mm. it's a mental a mental thing with him. Yeah. But I, I, I think that uh, Franco Di Santo maybe four or five games into this, into this season. We'll take that because he's come on leaps and bounds, especially in front of goal. Yes, yes. And I think he, he does not necessarily always score it because I don't think he is a natural born finisher. Yeah. But at least make the keeper make a really good save. At least that was the most disappointing effort. It just trickled. It wouldn't have gone in. No. Regardless. No, it so. wasn't to scramble back by Louise, was it? To clear it. He could have cartwheeled there and he'd yeah. got the. Pat I mean, that was the, half yeah. the problem. We, we, we two, what I call not natural born finishers, Victor Moses being another one. Yeah. And to be honest with you, you know, I mean, yet again, Victor Moses beating people for fun. It, although he wasn't quite as good, I don't think, being the first game and everything else. But when he gets past people, he doesn't seem to have much of a clue what to do with it. It bombed like that nice shot yeah. when he made uh, the goalie make a save. Well, that's off the cuff. That's it, off the cuff. It's, it, yeah. That's the thing with Moses. It, it seems 
than the unnatural things he does easily. Yeah. Flicking a ball over Ashley Cole's leg and uh, Ashley Cole's head and skinning him. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Pulling the ball back across the floor after he'd skinned mm. him for a tapping for two players. Yeah. He goes and fires it high and takes everybody out. He goes out for a <laughs> throw. That's that's the one thing I think that's probably made Chelsea go. Should mm. we? Shouldn't we? Yeah. Should we go and pay? But. But we know he can do it because if you think of how he did it against Stoke yeah. when they went round the goalie, I mean that was yeah. the coolest finish. Yeah. But is that going to come with him? He chooses and gets his experience. Yeah. He's only twenty-one, isn't he? He needs games. Just on, twenty. He needs games on yeah. the, uh, you know, in him because again, and confidence as well. He's actually right? only ever had one full season. Yeah, yeah. And we forget yeah. this, don't we? we yeah. forget you think this. of the pressure he's been under yeah. before the season even started. Yeah. You know, and how old is he now? Twenty-one. Just twenty-one. Just twenty-one. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, 2-0 at half-time, Ed's down, thinking, oh, what's the... Well, Ed's up, because we, yeah. we finished it playing well, but we're thinking, you know, can we get back in this game? For me, Sean Maloney was, was immense in the first half, pulling strings, buzzing about. We kick off the second half, within two minutes, he's limping off with a dead leg. Mm. So, uh, key player, I mean, we lost a key player, though. But, it, it's upset the rhythm a little bit, bitter, I, I think, mm. you know. Yori Gomez, come on. Personally, I thought I had an half-decent game. I don't think he, he, he played bad. Maloney gives us that spark and say, that little extra something. It's, this is my great concern with Maloney. I'm sad enough that I watched quite a bit of football in any level. I watched him quite a lot for Celtic. He gets injured a lot. <coughs> and I, I was worried, even back in the last season, I, I was thinking, because he missed... What was the game he missed? Fulham. Fulham away. Yeah. We play, and he missed the yeah. Arsenal game as well yeah. he missed Arsenal and Fulham away yeah. even in the run of games that he got and he only played 12, 12 appearances 12, 12, games, 12 games at the end of the season Yeah, and he, and his... and he missed 2 or 3 with injury then mm-hmm. he does seem to pick up a lot of injuries but he's a committed player and I think that's where these injuries come from yeah, yeah. he puts in a shift it, and he, he doesn't share it's just, he? a, just a concern of mine yeah. of him being so integral to how we play yeah because we ended up throw, throwing Moses onto the left, which personally I don't think is his best side, and we ended up with Yardy on the right, yeah. who's a, dis- a divisive character, shall we say? Yeah, among the masses. Yeah. I thought he, I thought he had a, a pretty, pretty good game. You'd love to see him do more. You'd love to see him really sprint at people, but it just isn't his game. Yeah. Well, he had he had the atrocious head, didn't he? When he was he, he put it. <laughs> You know, it nearly ends up in the river dugger. But then he had the bicycle kick, which I thought was was top top technical quality. Well, the the header he was offside. Yeah. I mean, what yeah. I've watched the game back in full. Yeah. And the bicycle the kick was looked up. spectacular, but it was forty five degrees off target when you yeah. when you actually look at it, the replay. It wasn't even close. I mean, it nearly at the corner flag. But well, it's yeah. one of those, isn't it? Well, he had a free kick on target. Yeah. Well, yeah. I like Gomez. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I don't think I could cope with him starting every week, no. but he, he will win, I can go on record now and I know this will, will come right, is he will win us a couple of games this season, yeah. and where we are, that that's that's a, a vital member of his He wins us three kicks as well, doesn't he, because he knows how to play that that's continental tie. The, the, the way he went down off the Lampard for yeah. was, was superb again. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favourite things in football, watching your yeah. bit of contact and... And the, the, yeah. the way he does his Tom Daly impression yeah. after. But as we're doing it though, for, for Chelsea, I mean, you know, p- people yeah. picked up on Gomez doing that, but the, 
when Ramesh brought Hazard down, he did five rolls. Just yeah, watch it again. Yeah, he does yeah. five rolls. So he's, he's yeah. saying, I want a penalty. Give me a penalty. Please give me a penalty. And he, right. you know, yeah. so, so, you know, even though I mean, we do... We know we've got DeSanto. You know what DeSanto's like. You know, he's, he's a great one at winning free kicks as well. You know, I mean, it is that style of play. It's... Um, it's a skill when all said and done to, to make, shall we say, the best of any sort of impact. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, uh, getting back to the, on, on the game, I mean, we, we ended up losing 2-0, but I think there was, to, you know, to coin Roberto Strays, there was loads of positives in that game. I mean, one of the big ones for me was MacArthur, mm-hmm. considering he's not played pre-season bar. 10 minutes against Celta Vigo to last 80 minutes I thought was magnificent. I know he's blowing out of his backside at the end of it but I mean again he's, I think he's he came on leaps and bounds last season and again he, he demonstrated to me personally I thought it, he was uh, superb in that defensive midfield role um, and Figgy I thought Figgy had, had a belting game as well out of position out of, out of position, position yeah I mean uh, it's you know, I, I will never ever say anything bad about either Figgy or Boise no. because, like I said, they, they have been such servants. Mm. So I don't think it can be underestimated how much of a misposal as yours was. Oh no! Oh yeah! No. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder when we had all those crosses first half, especially a lot of them were from the left hand side. I just wonder if he'd have been there. Maybe one mm. of Terry got a lot of headers. I don't yeah. think he had a particularly good game, Terry. But what he does do is he reads the game really well from crosses. Mm either corners or often free play and you just wonder had there been someone who could possibly just shape across slightly better and figure a bit more quality yeah, yeah. yeah. and Paul Sejour is a good holder as well and yeah. 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 you can take it upfield and hold it yeah. while you know, people get up the only time you realise how important a player is for your team is when he's missing isn't it? That's That's right, yeah. especially in the system yeah. like we play yeah. it's quite unique yeah. you're not playing 4-4-2 yeah. and everyone knows the role yeah. but from, from August to January we knew how important Jean Beausjol was to us yeah. when he weren't there. Cause we, and then from the moment he came in, the difference was unbelievable. Do you think he's trying to play, you know, like the Spanish way of no recognised striker, but everyone who's up front is a sort of striker, which is how they won the last, you know, the last cup sort of thing, isn't yeah. it? Well, when you talk to Martinez about tactics, he ties you up in knots, so I wouldn't oh, yeah, even, no. <laughs> even try to analyse what he's, what he's thinking. But it seems to be that yeah. style of play where we don't have a, a Zaki up front or anyone like the, that. Yeah, the, the centre forward links all the play together. Hmm. I would say we do play with a striker in DeSanto. Yeah. I wouldn't say we play with the, the, the in vogue thing of a false number nine. He's no Messi, he's no Fabregas. Hmm. It, it's. He does play as a traditional kind of forward, but you are correct in that the two wide men are also doubling as strikers when the ball's on the opposite side, and that's where the flexibility of the system mm. comes in as well. There's quite a few occasions last year where you know crosses. We scored quite a bit from crosses towards the end of last mm. year. The last game was was it Alcaraz who knocked that one out against Blackburn? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that was from that was from a corner, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I'm thinking more towards the. The Arsenal game, Moses beats the man on the left, the cross came over, I know it was McArthur who got the shot in, but Gomez was coming mm. in from the right hand side, back post, Chesney spilt it and he swept it in. Yeah. Those were the type, that was the type of movement we was creating quite a lot of, Moses against Newcastle coming off his wing, yeah. got in the box for crosses and link up play and again. Yeah. So that, that man coming in from the sides in, is an integral part, which raises a couple of questions on me actually, whether he can do that. 
Yeah. From what I've seen of him so far, I wouldn't say he's more of a traditional tight winger. He'll beat people and come into the box. Whether he gets on the end of stuff is it will be interesting to see. Mm. Yeah. Right, perhaps that's a discussion for another time. Because uh, we've not, I mean, we've not seen him play for us, but one <coughs> uh, player we did see we've not seen before was Aruna Kone. Uh, oh, brilliant, brilliant. Do we think? And, uh, yeah. I'm so excited about this guy. Right. Really am. Um, I, I mean, he's, he's, he, he wanted the ball all the time. He was getting forward, he was getting into positions, and he wanted the ball. You could see he was aggravated that he wasn't getting the service, he wasn't getting the ball. Yeah. He's solid, he's hard, he's fast, he's a sort of bloke who go and beat someone, and yeah, he could be the difference, I think, this yeah. season. Crazy first touch on him, though. <laughs> Well, Crazy first touch. I think he had the wrong boots on. Yeah. If, I'm, if I'm honest, right. I think he had the wrong studs on. He, because he's, he's quite a balanced player. If, yeah. I've, again, I watch that much football. I'm quite familiar with Kone. Um, he's quite composed in his movements, so I'm, I'm going to put it down to wet pitch, wrong boots. Right. Uh, well, I, I wasn't knocking him because I was, I was quite excited from what I saw of him. I, I thought this fellow's going to yeah. Yeah, be the guy. Yeah, brilliant. But I, was, I mean, I, I can't. I don't want us to drop Franco De Santo, but I can't see where they both can play in the same team. It depends on, on on how they, you know, whether they play. You know, like two sort of like traditionally field strikers up front. Like we know that. We'll know. We know that'll never happen. Yeah. No. I wonder if Moses is to go. De Santo wide right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which isn't something I want to see. No. No. Definitely no. not. But then again, you could possibly play Coney out there with his pace. Yeah, yeah. Aiton, mm. you probably have to play him wide left, but rather than take Maloney out, so be interesting. He will. I wonder. I wonder if, even if he signed Coney to be an impact player for, for, for the short term until yeah. he comes up with something else. Yeah. Mm. Mm, yeah. Maybe. Let, let, maybe. Let, Very explosive, isn't it? Very yeah. explosive. I mean, you'd be let DeSanto do the hard yards. Yeah, the battering ram, early doors, and then. Or impact sub sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, could be. Yeah. I think he's a bit wasted though as an impact sub. I think he's gone. I think that it might be a short as I said, mm. that's why I said short term. I think long term we we'll change systems again, that that's my yeah. view on it. Yeah, yeah. Is we may end up changing systems yeah. again to to incorporate Corney into that. Because I think his pace is something that we could do with Plus yeah. the fact we might be building in a bit of depth to the squad, I mean we yeah. No longer are the days where one of everything sort of thing, isn't it? No, you know? yeah, two players for every position. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we've we've sorted out the the Chelsea game. We've we've I think we've talked it to death, um, and talking about squad depth. Uh, Conor Salmon's left today officially. I mean, I think we knew last week he was going. Um, I mean, I'd like to say good luck, Conor, and uh, thanks thanks for the memory. Yeah. Memory, if I'm saying yeah. it, you know, the, yeah. the goal against West Ham was just something else they scored, and that was worth. His transfer a fee alone, but whether he ever will have the qualities to make it at Premier League level, I mean, I, personally, I don't think he will. But his endeavour, you couldn't knock, knock at all. Uh, he always put a shift in every yeah. time. He, you could never fault his work rate. You know, um, like you said, the skill factor maybe not. Mm. You know, well, it's, it's championship just, player, good championship. Well, player. yeah, I think maybe, and we'll. We'll see. We have mm. Obviously, he's got his, he's got another chance to prove himself. I mentioned last week that you can never knock anyone. I watched an interview with him where he was saying how much he loved it here, mm-hmm. and you can't knock anyone. He wants to try and keep at the highest level possible. Now, 
to him, Corney coming in was probably where he must have thought, I'm not even going to get on in the Kerling I'm going to be the sub for Kerling Cup games here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure Mason has all sat down and said, listen, for the, be- for the betterment of your career, go somewhere else and see if you can come back, work your way back up, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I can only wish him the best of luck. Yeah. Because there's one thing you can you can knock him on ability if you want to fair enough that's anyone's prerogative but you can never knock him on effort no and or fitness I mean, or fitness you know the fitness freak isn't he you know his yeah. extra training or making us a bit of cash as well I mean we, we paid reportedly 600,000 for him and got 1.2 million reportedly again so it was very quiet though when he came in wasn't it he just sort of was there one day wasn't he almost yeah apparently he was on his way to Scunthorpe and we yeah. stepped in didn't we no it was Derby oh Derby it was Derby, it was Derby last time yeah. uh, from Kilmarnock yeah. and uh, he, I again weird memory I remember him seeing him doing the interview with Sky Sports News yeah I'm going to England this is it because he was Rangers were interested at the time yeah because he scored 17 before Christmas, yeah, before yeah. before January, whenever it was, uh, I think it was deadline day, if I remember right, he said, yeah, I'm going to go to England, try myself at Championship to come up, and I just thought, that, that, that seems like someone we go for, how yeah. I've fallen from, from a few years back, and lo and behold, in work, news now, breaking news, Wigan have, have got salmon, so... Mm. Yeah, we netted salmon it was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. We didn't net salmon, the, the, that classic point. And everyone, everyone thought, well, he's going to score some headers yeah. and he'll be rises like a salmon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he ever had netted chance, really, no. did he? I think Combs got away very lightly, hasn't he, really, with all the... Uh, well, at the moment, yeah, yeah. but I'm sure they'll, <laughs> them, uh, they'll be coming out. So, transfer deadline, ten days away or so. Mm-hmm. What do we think, any more business in or out? I think, I think we'll do something. Yeah. Warriors have no idea, no inclination. Matt Phillips, there's just rumours. Yeah, they want five million though, Blackpool, don't they? They do. That's because of inflated. But I mean, they must be looking at Moses and thinking, well, Moses is being linked at ten million pound. Yeah. Gaston Ramirez, Southampton have were point that people we've been linked with with Matty Phillips, Gaston Ramirez is relatively untested. I know he played quite a bit of Europe. Uh, for Uruguay, but he's going for like 12 million. Mm. So they must be thinking, well, again, speaking in relative terms, he's an international thing now, he's got a cap for Scotland and things like that. was quite impressive back in the last season for Blackpool in the Championship. So they're going to hold on for the best price they can. And yeah. Kyle Oysen's absolutely ruthless as well, their chairman. Yeah. And he doesn't let people go f- for cheap. So. So Matt Phillips maybe. Uh, One thing I heard as well on the ra- on on the radio was a gentleman called Axel Torres, who's who's an expert in Spanish football. Puts Game Balaguer to shame. Game Balaguer can't get a job in Spain because of Axel Torres. That's why he right. works for Sky. And he says that because of the financial climate within Spain at the moment, this is why we got Ramis on the cheap. And Kone on the cheap compared to what prices they were 12 mm. months ago. He thinks that we'll do some more business in Spain and actually commented that we've got the best scouting system in Spain in the entire Premiership. Right. So, of course, we can't get some of the better name players like, like Sakazola, who's just gone to Arsenal, yeah. and players yeah. like that. Naturally, we're never going to be in a position yeah. in the foreseeable future to get them. But he says that our scouting network in Spain is, is by far the best. Yeah, absolutely, so much. we've been mm. stretched on Xavi Marquez, if I'm being 
honest. It's a strange one because you think because we were desperate to sign him at five million, yeah. which is quite a bit of money for us, and then he's gone to Mallorca for a million. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he just didn't want to come. There is that. Yeah. The English thing. I mean, and it looks a bit lightweight as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at Lucas. Uh, he's just gone to PSG. He, yeah. He's going to PSG in January. He said Manchester's boring. And that was the chance to play for United. So right. mm. sometimes, unfortunately, our beautiful uh, ecosystem yeah. <laughs> leaves us um, yeah. as an unattractive destination for certain foreign people. Right. So maybe maybe some more action. Well, I mean, yeah. I, th- I think the the way that Wigan's moving at the moment with um, like training facilities and sort of you know like youth academies coming through, I, I think Wigan is. is Players should think before they decide not to come to Wigan, especially younger players, because it's it's a fantastic stepping stone. I mean, you've only got to look at the the players that have come through Wigan and shone and been sold on for for big big profits, and I still can't understand why we have this stigma about coming to Wigan. It's it, it, it strange. All, it thing. all comes from we don't have the journalists mm. in our on our side like other clubs do. Yeah, Brian Reid for Liverpool. I mean, he bigs them up, doesn't he? Exactly. Well, yeah. well I mean, Brian Reid's a, a Liverpool fan from yeah. from birth, so he's yeah. gone. But I mean, just look at a club who came up at the same time as us. We all know who I'm talking about West Ham. Yeah, yeah, the media darlings, aren't they? Oh yeah. Yeah. You think signing for West Ham was like playing for the of royal yeah. decree? Yeah. And signing for Wigan's like a death sentence. Yeah. That, that's how it's portrayed. Yeah. And you've got to think some of these footballers are, are very young, very naive. They do whatever their agent tells them, yeah. or they watch Sky Sports News. And, and we're eight seasons in now, and they're, they're still treating us like the new boys. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And talking of new boys, I'm moving on. Uh, Saturday, we faced one of the new boys, Southampton. Quite impressive yesterday. Well, I say quite impressive. It was impressive that they were leading for a while, but mm. uh, yeah, they were leading City, weren't they? But ended up getting getting done three two. Uh, old boy running up, Nigel Atkins, ex ex Latics keeper. Um, what do we think? What do we think? Uh, think Going to get a result? Well, I always think we'll get a result. Yeah. So isn't that that'll not change? Be difficult, very difficult mm-hmm. because it's a city. They've been out the Premiership for five, six years. Even went down to League One. Yeah. In fact, no, it's eight years because they went down just as we came. Yeah, on. we replaced them. Didn't we? Yeah. So yeah. seven years even. Yeah. They're going to be up for it. I'd, I'd assume it's a sellout. Yeah, full house. Yeah. Apart from our end, maybe. Um, <laughs> There's a few Wiganers going down. I mean, right? I'm going down. Yeah. Um, so, it'll. It's going to be a test. I think we can win it on experience. I think we're better side than them, but I think experience may, may come into it. They'll play with emotion. Yeah. Probably a tough. If we can, if if the score lines nil nil after half an hour, I think it's pretty much ours to win. From yeah. Now. A bit like the Swansea game last year. I mean, there was a lot of emotion with that, weren't there? They were on the crest of a wave. The Martinez factor, you know, when mm. we played them away, they're full house. They, 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 was, they couldn't wait to face us, could they, at the Liberty Stadium? That was more their opening game than the City game, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. Like last season. And it's ended up the same as it. Southampton's come up and they played City first, and then they've got us mm. second. And, and I, I think Swansea had a feeling we were the team they could beat and get them going. Southampton possibly thinking the same thing. Well, we were also the hate team because of, of Martinez, of course. Yeah. Their darling had come yeah. over to us. So, so it's a little bit, in a way, of, of history repeating, but kind of slight, you know, 
can or not because it's a different without, thing. Without mm. the grudge. Yeah, without the grudge. I uh, hate it. I mean, I hate newly promoted teams, especially if they've been out for quite a while. They just play every game like it's a cup tie. Yeah. And there's everything is full-blooded, everything is full of emotion. Their fans are really up but, for it. But if you remember the Swansea game last year... Mm. I mean, they said they, they, they were on top. They probably weren't. They, they, they were on top, but they were shared. They never really had any chance. No, we, I, I thought know. we should have won. No. Well, we should have we should, won. We, won it. Yeah. we missed well, the balance anyway. Half an hour yeah. went in the game. Swansea went flat as anything. Yeah. 15 mm. minutes. It kind of fizzled out for after. I think McCarthy had a bit of a hit from about 20 yards. That was pretty much it. Yeah. But then come second half, Gomez hit the post. Moses hit the bar. We had a mm. penalty. Roddy Yeager missed a sitter because balls put across. He just didn't follow it in. Yeah. 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 There was there was three four chances. Yeah. I mean, Watson missed a penalty. I mean, yeah. he'd never missed one up to that point. He'd no. put every one away, and I'm just yeah. thinking, but come and knock it in, and then then he misses it, and it kind of yeah. stalled his career with us yeah. since. Rob saved it though, didn't he? He did. Yeah, it, and it weren't a bad penalty, no. um, but it was one of them where I mean, yeah. I remember the the chance just before it where Gomez pulled it down on the right hand side, and he flicked it with the outside boot. And we'd all jumped up, it were in. Yeah. We'd yeah. come off inside of the pulse and rolled to him. It was one of those days. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll get one chance Saturday. Corner. Corner. If we get a point. A if we just get a point. If not, uh, it, 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 psychologically, it's not It's yeah. not good losing. We've got stuff coming up after, so don't, don't worry. That's three points. <laughs> what I'd like is, I'd like <laughs> us to get our first point in our first goal. Yeah. And yeah. then, then we, you're up and running then. And I'd be happy if we get a one-one. I'd be dead happy with it. Yeah. Even though I, I would stand though, I think we can actually we, we we can beat them, but I'd take a point if I'm being honest. But if you remember, I said to you before the Chelsea game, I've got it down for a nil-nil draw, and if it hadn't been for seven horrendous minutes, I was right, yeah. sort of, because we did hold them for the rest of the game. We held them. It was mm. just that stupid start. Mm. And like I say, as long as we don't keep having stupid starts. Then I think we should that, be that's, right. that's why I was talking about the first half an hour. I think if it's nil nil, mm. even better if we're winning. But let, let's go off. Let's just take. Let's just deflate them. Yeah. Let's deflate them. Have we got any standout players? Lalana. Yeah. I think he's good. Don't think he's half as good as what's being made out. No, to he's he's come up through the league, will not he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, most of the players have, haven't they? Ricky Lambert. I thought. I think he's very important. Just going on to Southampton, looking at it from their point of view. Very important he scored from early. I yeah. think with Alt as well. I think he scored after two, three games for Norwich last yeah. year. He could be that type of player. Ironically, play with him at Rochdale as well. Yeah. But he's nothing to fear. We, we handled Holt in both games pretty well yeah. last year. Yeah. He's pretty similar in that yeah. he's quite physical. A bit more of an instinctive finisher rather than Holt. It's yeah. like a bit of a battering ram there. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. He's got, he's got more to his game, I'd say, than Holt in, in that way. A bit lacking in pace or Ricky Lambert, since I mean, yeah. was that one of the uh, the major doubts, really, wasn't it, whether he, he could actually go all the way? I think he got let go by Liverpool as a, as a kid. So he's from up here. Yeah. And I think Blackpool let him go as well. Mm. And that was the that was the major thing. But hell of a finish on him. Well, I've, I've seen him for Southampton in, in the Championship and League One. And, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt in his, his ability to, to put the ball in the net. No doubt in the tell. And they've got Rodriguez as well, who I know we've looked at yeah. quite a bit. From Burnley? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And now he's completely... Paid quite a bit of cash for him too, aren't Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Their, their investors got quite a lot of money. Like I said, they're looking at Ramirez. Yeah. He plays for Uruguay. And he's, they're looking at a minimum of 12 million for him. 
Right. So they're not being shy Southampton. Yeah. Southampton have evolved because I remember Southampton, especially Del the Del era. Yeah. It was kind of like us signings that you'd never. Yeah. Not many people had heard of. No. No. Uh, I mean, Matt Latissier, I was listening to him on on, sat, on Soccer Saturday, and he, and he was he was asking him about the Latics, and he was he likened us to Southampton when he was there and saying perennial battles against relegation, finding that spirit uh, and bringing in the, the players on the cheap and, and yeah. you know, looking for the bargain. So it's all moved on, it? times have changed and uh, spanking new stadium, spanking new kit as well, I don't really like it. Strange, oh, isn't yeah. it? Uh, not seeing Southampton with, with red and white at all. With pinstripes, aren't they? Yeah, it's like a tiny white. Yeah. It's, it's quite reminiscent to the kit we got promoted in. Yeah. To, the, to the Premiership with the with the tiny really mm -hmm. thin stripes. So it's like a, an old Liverpool kit from yeah from the eighties. <laughs> yeah, the expensive and Sooners to be yeah with bubble firms and tashes. Yeah, and chrome paints across the chest. <laughs> as well. anyway, right. And uh, before we're back on the old podcasting scene, we've got um, something to look at a little little look at for us. We've got uh, the Capital One Cup, or as it's commonly known, the Cock. Cup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got Forest away, which I think will be a tough game. Um, Forest away, what do you think they will win that one? He's going to do like he does with the FA Cup, he's going to use it as a training match or uh, a friendly almost. And yeah. we're not going to squad take, changes. So. Oh, a lot of squad changes. He's going to try a lot of players out. Because I, I think there's an ethos in the club where the cups don't matter. Uh, I've thought that for a couple of years now. Uh, I hope he makes as many changes as he can, and yeah. that includes the goalkeeper as well. Yeah. Uh, I know it'd be putting Mike Pollock in at, at forty, which isn't ideal, as good a, as good a servant as he's been. But I hope he gives everybody again Fivey, McManaman, Danny Redmond if he can get a game, Baselli, mm -hmm. because it's the other again. I probably can sit in a negative way. It's three days before transfer deadline day. If there's anybody who he doesn't fancy, who he mm. wouldn't mind shifting on, we're on telly. It's live, isn't it, as well? Yeah, that's a yeah, good point. It's live on Sky, so they'll be talking about how big Ooh. a club Nottingham Forest are and how yeah. insignificant we are. Uh, uh, We've got big investments yeah. as well, Forest, now. Yeah, they? and uh, yeah. How, how times have changed, and Forest have won two European Cups, and we yeah. can't even get three people to turn up to the ground. I'm yeah. sure all the cliches will be out. Yeah. They'll have Forest old boys like Gary Burfels that are in their best suits and everything else. Yeah. But... When it comes down to what it comes down to, there's certain players who Martinez will think don't need them here right now for whatever reason, whether that's to sell off or loan out. So they've got a showcase. Let's get let's yeah. get them looked at. Uh, yeah. McManaman is, is a perfect example. We touched on him. Yeah. Quite a bit already. He wasn't in the squad Sunday, and that was with Bolsas you're not in there. Yeah. So you'd think there's one or two others who would be there or thereabouts. I'm a massive advocate of him getting out of the club on loan this year, all year, play games. Mm. Come back and, and see then, what he's made of, and, and then yeah. see, see if there is a future for him. <coughs> yeah. Because now for three years yeah. you've been waiting. Yeah, you, yeah, he's breaking through, and you get people on the forums. Yeah, McManaman's going to do it. I personally, if he was to hold me hand in the fire, I'd say no. I don't think he's quite good enough. So for me, for a betterment yeah. like Salmon, for a betterment of his career, go out on loan, play games, and come back and prove us wrong. Yeah. Mm. So do you think we're going through though? That's the thing, isn't it? Are no. We, are we going to be <laughs> No, I don't. So Dave thinks we're right. I, I, think, I think it's going to be another one of those games where we're just oh. going to play a, 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 a 
touch squad basically the thing with this is though I think Forrester <coughs> make changes as well because I yeah, think their, their priority this season like Sam's just said is, is without a doubt promotion, promotion yeah. because I mean the big books start in the Premier League next year don't mm. they? I mean the really big books and it, people are just scrapping to get in there so it could be Lassie's reserves against Forest reserves. It could be. Yeah. Um, but it's decided on the night as well. Penalty shootout. Mm. Yeah. Lassie's 10, Forest 9. That's my yeah. prediction. <laughs> Only eight pound for season ticket holders. Is it? Well down. Yes. Yeah, so it's been it? yeah. really well priced, so yeah. I'm hoping. Eight pounds. I'm probably going to go. Right. Come on. Come on. I've never been to the city round. I'll go for a very narrow win. So, two wins. And one Loss. defeat. And Loss. one defeat. So we'll finish off with the Southampton. I think we're going to get a point. So I'm going to go with a, a one-all draw. I backwards win every week. So it's another experience win. Eight years versus novices. Kind of like when we played Charlton in our first year. Aye. Well, that. if anyone knows me, I'm a glass half empty sort of bloke. And don't you dare knock it over. So I'm going for a draw as well. Right. Well, I mean, the positive thing, uh, nobody thinks we're going to come away empty-handed so I don't even say it no right well that's us done for this week and uh, don't forget tune in next week thank you very much come on you lads it's your